This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast with a new episode released every single day. I'm Paul Stevenson. Thanks as always for hitting play. Today is January the 7th and on this day in 1997, David Bowie's 50th birthday bash took place at New York's Madison Square Garden. It was held in the form of a charity concert raising money for Save the Children. Joining him on stage included his friends Lou Reed, Robert Smith, Foo Fighters and many others who all paid tribute with renditions of Bowie's songs. On this day in 1981, Eagles Live was certified platinum and on this day the year before, Led Zeppelin's In Through the Outdoor was certified as platinum in the US. It was, of course, the last Led Zeppelin album issued before John Bonham died. Born on this day, we look back in 1959. It was bass player from a band that I love, the Go-Go's, Kathy Valentine. The wonderful Kathy is 64 years old today. And lead singer of The Strobes, Dave Cousins, is also celebrating. He's 78 years old. But for our main show, we're focusing on someone that we sadly lost on this day two years ago. Yes, on this day in 2020, we lost one of the greatest drummers of all time, Rush's Neil Peart. The professor, who also wrote the majority of the band's lyrics, sadly passed away due to aggressive brain cancer, aged just 67. Now to talk more about this legendary figure is two guys who love Neil and Rush so much that they've seen the band live about a million times, I believe. Good friends of the show from the brilliant Ugly American Werewolf in London podcast. Here's The Wolf and Action Jackson. So Jackson, Paul wants us to talk about someone who we have great affection for and camped out together to see in 1992 Mm. because we wanted to see the greatest drummer in the world, Neil Peart, live and in action. Correct. Stayed up all night. Definitely an experience talking to the people in line. Did not disappoint. Still, to me, one of the greatest rock shows I've ever seen, both with the anticipation, the music that they played, and the set list was awesome. Yeah, and look, a lot of people would tell us when we were younger, Neil Peart's the greatest drummer in the world, Neil Peart's the greatest drummer. Like, eh, okay, whatever. You know, They didn't play him much on MTV, so when we were real little, I didn't really know who Rush were. But as I matured, became a teenager, 
not that I was mature as a teenager, but as I grew up a little bit <laughs> and I discovered their music, it was just, wow, how can these three guys be making so much sound? Like, I love the Rolling Stones, but that's five guys sometimes more. And they don't have as much going on sonically as Rush do. And a lot of it has to do with the professor. Neil Peart mm-hmm. himself, a very quiet man, reserved man, not someone who really wanted the spotlight, but someone who had this driving desire to be the best at his craft. And through a lot of hard work, determination, and just intelligence, he really pulled it off. And if you look at all the stuff that they did throughout their careers, of course, the 70s are these prog kind of heavy metal gods with these long, drawn-out tracks. Talk about like a La Vila Strangiato that has all these different time changes and signatures and amazing things going on. Through in the 80s, like, yeah, they went more synth mode. And Neil did start to play with a few different toys, the technology that came along. But it didn't really change his extraordinary ability to pound those things in time that must be down to the millisecond like a computer couldn't do it much better. And I think that's the big thing with him is that he plays the drums, but he doesn't really play the drums. He's not keeping time for anyone. He's playing his own stuff back there. And you better keep up because he's not there to show you what to do. He's there to play his own part. And when you really carve it up and listen to what he's doing, nobody else can do it like he can. There are people that pay tribute to him, but there's never anybody that's been like him or will be like him ever. And even he sought to be not like him. You know, he had the, what do they call it, the matched grip style that Buddy Rich, mm-hmm. you know, kind of made famous yeah, or, or, or lionized, right? And then he decided in the 90s, eh, I think I'll change that up. He goes and works with Freddie Grouper, and then he changes his grip. He changes the way he plays everything. He's like, why do you need to change anything? You're already one of the best, if not the best in the world. But it's because he's always seeking. He's always out there trying, you know. He's always reading. The reason he wrote all of Rush's lyrics is because Getty and Alex were like, look at the books he reads. Mm-hmm. Listen to the words he uses. He must be good for to make some lyrics. Let's get him to write for us. You know, and not only did he write most all of Rush's lyrics over the years, but he he wrote some great books, most of them about life on the road. But mm. he loved to adventure, loved to travel, loved to hit parks, loved to be out on his motorcycle or out on his bicycle. You can see footage of him riding from one town to the next on his bicycle or his motorcycle, not in the private jet, not in the back of the bus, but because he wants to see the world. He doesn't want to be a cap and, and be, you know, a prisoner in a, in a gilded cage. He wanted to be out in the world. He didn't love people. I did go meet Rush at a meet and greet. He doesn't do that, but that's okay uh, because he delivered every single time he was on stage. How many times have you been to a show? Okay, now we're going to love so-and-so do a drum solo. It's beer time. It's go to the bathroom time. It's check out the t-shirt stand time. But not for Neil Peart, man. The 12 times I saw Rush, nobody got out of their seat except to applaud during the drum solo, the rhythm method. Right. And you could really tell the first time that that I saw them on the the Roll the Bones tour, you could tell when that time... People, they they were genuinely excited. It was not beer time. It was, oh, here we go. Here we go. This is maybe not the main reason you showed up, but pretty close. This is what we've been waiting for, though. To watch him play. And to your point about him continually wanting to better himself, that's the mark of somebody who understands, who has a love for what they're doing. And how can I make this better? And even when people, you can see when people would tell Oh, you know, you're the greatest. I, you know, just relax with that. I am who I am. I, I want to get better. I want to play a certain style and continually. How can I? How can I move it to the next level on the next record or the next track? And then the whole thing about touring. I think his his what was his motto? Like, what's the most excellent thing I can do today? Like he was always like, what else can I see? Where else can I go? What else can I experience? He was just that guy. He just loved life and was always looking to 
make it better to enrich it. And he was a guy who went through some tragedy. He lost both his wife and his daughter, his, his only real family. He lost mm -hmm. them both. Uh, and so he had to kind of go out on a vision quest and kind of find what was he really going to do with his life. And there was no rush during that time, no recording, no tours, obviously. When he came back, we were all so grateful, like, ah, the professor is back and, and Rush isn't over. And even though we may not love every new album they do, of course we rush run out and buy it and go see them on every tour because they still gave the most amazing and incredible live performances ever. You know, mm -hmm. And he was a private man. He didn't want people to know that he was sick. So I remember very vividly, January 7th, 2020, I was living in London. The girls had gone to sleep. It was maybe 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, and I'm just reading the news. And a blurb comes up on my iPad, Neil Peart, the drummer from Rush, Dot, dot, dot. I'm like, this isn't good. This this is going to yeah. be that he died, you know, and and it was, of course, and I felt very, very sad. This is, I mean, obviously, I've had rock stars die on me in the past, but this is the guy I'd seen play the most and was a sensitive, thoughtful, creative, incredibly talented man. And so when he was gone, I just knew the world was not a better place anymore. Right. And and unlike some of the other gentlemen who played the drums in the rock and roll area, you weren't going to hear his headline like Neil Peart trashes hotel room. Neil Peart, you know, gets divorced from you knew it was bad because he was a very private person. He didn't have big blow-ups or anything like that. He was just he was just a true gentleman and definitely somebody who when when he was gone, you knew there was a big hole. You knew there was not going to be any more rush because that's that's how they that's how they did things, which is really a testament to that, the, how they work together as a group, that they knew they could bring someone else in to play the drums, but it would only be a hollow copy. And yeah, so best to just move on. Yeah, it's not right. And, and I know Mike Portnoy could, could do it. Absolutely. They'd have to, they'd have to call it something else. Go listen to YYZ. You know, go listen to La Vila Strangiato. Listen to Between the Wheels. It, it really showcases all that Neil could do. The power, the grace, the, the speed, the precision. Just a real talent. And you know what? Read some of his books because he was a funny guy too. And and mm -hmm. he didn't want people making a fuss over him. Uh, he just wanted to do his thing. Definitely somebody who had a love for life and tried to pass that on in his own way. And a huge thank you as always to Mac and Action from the Ugly American Werewolf in London podcast. Definitely do. Please check them out on your podcast app and listen to their, what, 100 plus episodes that they've got dedicated all to classic rock. Fantastic podcast it is. But that's it for today's episode. I will, of course, be back tomorrow with more on this day rock goodness so until then take care it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football fantasypoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. fantasypoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 